Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of The Great Sources. We continue now our great quest to find, to definitively answer one question. That's what this season is devoted to. Should we live in Eretz Yisrael? Okay, so before we begin, I want to notify all our listeners about a new exciting, tremendous project, a new podcast that I'm doing together with my dear friend and long-term chavrusa, Mikey Stone, with whom I learned the sugis of Shiva Seretz Yisrael. So we're doing a new podcast together. It's called The Book of Memories. Look it up. It's um, me and Mikey together are discussing topics that relate to the weekly parsha on a very high level, but in a way that's also made to be accessible to people even with not a lot of knowledge of the sources. And um, it's something really interesting. You get to be <clears throat> a part of a conversation where we're actually developing new Torah ideas. I highly recommend it. Take a look. The Book of Memories, I'm going to post a link in the <clears throat> description here. There's some great stuff that we put up one episode so far, and this week there's going to be another one going up on Monday. Great stuff about Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, and it's a must-listen before Pesach, in my humble opinion. Okay, now back to the topic at hand, the sugya of Yeshiva said so. So let's do a brief summary, right? A milestone over here, because we are starting a new sub-topic within the discussion of Yeshiva said so. So let's first briefly summarize what we've covered so far. We've established that according to Ramban, living in Edsel is a mitzvah. <laughs> But that it's no less important, according to those who don't count it in the Tariyag Mitzvahs. That was the subject of the second episode, um, and part of the third, I think. And now, we've also treated, dealt with the Shalash at the great length. And the conclusion is, the last episode reached the Halachan conclusion, which is that the, the idea of the Shavuos, what they do is they adjure us not to proceed rashly, when it comes to kinds of national uh, considerations of, of the Jewish national destiny. But rather, we have to consider, well, the grave political, social, and economic risks that inhere <clears throat> in activities of that advance Jewish sovereignty. That's what the Shavuot are about. And that at this particular point in history, in time, considering the reality well, I believe that immigration terrorists as well, for um, me and most of us, would be extremely safe and prudent. What, what I mentioned was that, of course, if we all say, hey, we're all leaving America at the same time, or all Jews are leaving, that might provoke some sort of backlash, and there's something to think about that, of course. But speaking on the level we are speaking, which is that <clears throat> talking to um, individuals, mostly, um, or perhaps a, a, a movement, but not, but not to... Um, make an official movement of everyone leaving every country but for Israel. So as long as we're not up to that, as long as we're not up to doing that, I see the Shavuot as, as not being um, relevant <coughs> for this kind of question. Okay, now we're up to a new, like I said, we're up to a new subtopic within the discussion of Shavuot. And what we're going to discuss now is the concept of Golas. The concept of Golas as a decree... <clears throat> from Hashem, 
and whether that changes the obligations or the reasons for us to live in Eretz Yisrael. This is going to take us, I am estimate, two or three episodes. So, so the question is like this. <clears throat> the question we're going to focus on. Okay, Hashem decreed that Bnei Yisrael, that his nation should be exiled, should go into Golis. So perhaps that changes something <clears throat> about our mitzvah to be in Etzol, or perhaps that changes something about the reasons to be in Etzol. This is something that I know that, I think that, that this is sort of in people's minds, because there's, there's a little bit of, a, of, a, of a something unclear about this, you know. Talk about Etzol and how important it is, but on the other hand, we know that Hashem exiled us and we're supposed to be in Golis, as in that that's what God decreed upon us, that's the plan, that's the divine plan, that's God's will. So the question is, does it, what exactly does that mean? That there's Xer of Galos, or that we're in the Kufa of Galos? What are the ramifications of that for the mitzvah? And like I said, what are the ramifications of that for the reasons to be netzah? For example, the Gemara says, as you mentioned in the earlier shiur, and the Gemara says that if you live in Netzah, it's like you have a god. If you live in Chutzah, it's like you don't have a god. Pretty powerful idea. Of course, you have to understand what that means, and, and I think we will get to that, what that's about. But um, if that's the case, <clears throat> it's that idea that only living in soul gives you a connection with Hashem, and that He's your God, but in Chutzah, it's He's not, not, you're not your God. Is that true even Bizman Hazeh? Is that about Eretz Yisrael? Bizman Hagula, or Bizman that is there, or is that true about Eretz Yisrael even in the Zman of Kalos? That's another related question. That's not something we're going to get to today. Today we're going to get to the first question, technically speaking. <clears throat> the fact that there is a decree, a divine plan, that we should be in exile, does that change our mitzvah to the extent that there is one? So, for today's discussion, what we can do is we can start with the Ramban, which is what we're actually going to do. Start with the Ramban, who actually counts the mitzvah of living in soul as one of the tag mitzvahs, as a formal mitzvah. And we want to figure out is if it's a formal mitzvah of living in Israel, does that formal mitzvah apply even in the time of Gullus? <clears throat> the reason I'm saying the Rabban is because if it's not a formal mitzvah, then it's a little bit more complicated. But the ideas that we're going to discuss today do carry over, but we're going to focus in the Ramban to bring out this idea. So again, what we're trying to figure out is how does the mitzvah Israel and Xerus Gullus reconcile? How do they interact? So let's start with the Ramban. The Ramban in Sefer HaMitzvahs, and this is the first, <coughs> excuse me, this is the first reference in the, in the first source, in the source sheet. The Ramban in the Sefer HaMitzvahs actually acknowledges something about Bizman Hazeh. And he says that um, the mitzvah that the Chacham say such great things about, which is to live in Eretz Yisrael, and they say that only living in Chutzah is like an Avedizorah, like an Ebed Avedizorah, that's all due to this mitzvah, this mitzvah say, to take over the land and live there. In Cain, says the Ramban, he mitzvah say Ladiris. Considering that Chazal talk about living in Israel, clearly then, it's not only a mitzvah say for Yeshua to capture it, or for the first kufa of, of Israel, the Bayes Rishon, Bayes kufa. It's a mitzvah say Ladiris because Chazal talk about it even after. Even after that, the end of even after Churban Bais Rishon, right? Imkani mitzvah sasei ladiris mischayev kol yochid mimenu vaafilu bezman golos kiyudu abetalmut pemkoy mitzavi. So that's the key phrase there. 
I'll read that again. Mitzvah sasei l'doyris. It's a mitzvah sasei forever. Mitzchayev kol yachid mimenu v'afilu b'zman galos. Mitzvah sasei l'doyris, mitzchayev kol yachid mimenu v'afilu b'zman galos. Mitzvah sasei l'doyris, which any individual, which every individual is obligated by it, even in the zman galos. So, what does Ramban need to say? So, Kapshutai, Kapshutai Ramban is saying, then nothing changed during the zman galos. Mitzchayev kol yachid mimenu. It's a mitzvah sasei l'doyris that every individual is obligated, obligated in, afilu b'zman galos. Even in the time of Gauls, and that's that. So the Ramban is, is, seems to be explicitly saying that nothing has changed in this man of Gauls. But the fact is, there is something interesting in the way the Ramban phrases it, which he says, every individual is obligated. Why is he stressing that? What does he mean by saying, each individual is obligated by it? That's a very interesting lashon. And in the Ramban, it's not explicit, but in the Rashbash, in the Trubas Rashbash, who was a Bananical of the Ramban, as we mentioned, he, um, this is in the, in the sources, this is Simon Bayes in the Chubas Rashbash, this is the second Maramokim in the source sheet. Rashbash, he basically paraphrases the Ramban, but he explicates it, he tells us what the Ramban was alluding to. When the Ramban says this interesting phrase, that it's a mitzvah seil of Doris, which every yochid, every individual is obligated by, even Mizman Gomes, the Ramban was saying the following, and this is what the Rashbash says. He says, this mitzvah of living in Yisrael, is not a mitzvah that's kuleles l'chol Yisrael in Galos. On the contrary, it's part of the Shavuos. We cannot, as a nation, says the Rashbash, take over Eretz Yisrael. Omnum mitzvah yakol yochid la'alois v'ladosham. So the Rashbash seems to be doing, he seems to be under, learning up the Ramban. That the Ramban, when the Ramban says, it's a mitzvah seil doyes mitzchayev kol yochad mimenu vafilu bezmangolos. He means to say like this: even bezmangolos, when the nation as a whole cannot take over Eretz Yisrael, and as Rosh Bash says, on the contrary, we're not, we're not allowed to do that because it's one of the shvuos. However, the yochid, the individual, is obligated to ascend and live there. And that's Rosh That's what the Rosh Bash is explaining the Ramban, and that's meduik hate the lashon Ramban. Meaning, even when the Tzibor can't do it, can't say the whole Tzibor should band together and take out Saul, that would be Aliyah B'chayim, but that's exactly what the Shavuot says not to do, which, as we discussed, means it's the gravest danger to try to do that, so therefore don't do that. So therefore the nation as a whole is not supposed to take over Eretz Yisrael. So the thing that the Ramban was describing, if you look back at the Ramban, he describes the mitzvah, is to capture Eretz Yisrael. The mitzvah is not just for an individual to go live there, but the Ramban is saying that even Bisman Golos, when capturing Yisrael is off the table, not an option, still, Mishayev Kol Yochid Mimenu, the individual, is still obligated to go live in Yisrael. Every individual can go live in Yisrael. I'm not capturing Yisrael. It's not Aliyah B'chaimah. If an individual goes and lives in Yisrael, therefore, even in Bisman Golos, where the Tzibra as a whole cannot take over Yisrael, the Yochid still has the mitzvah to do so. To go, to go live there. Okay. Now, the thing is that there's really two ways to read the Ramban. Meaning, given this fact that he's saying, this is for sure what the Ramban is saying, that the, the mitzvah during the, the kufa of Galus, should we call it, the period of Galus, is not for the seaboard to capture it, so, but for every individual. Any individual has an obligation to go live there. The Ramban might mean one of two things. Either he's just talking on a practical level, 
Either Ramadan is talking about a practical of you saying, look, the fact is here I'm talking about a mitzvah to go and capture and live in Yisrael. We can't do that today. Says Ramadan, okay, we can't do that, but we can still do something. That meaning the Ramadan is just acknowledging the reality. The Ramadan is just acknowledging the reality that the mitzvah is impractical in its fullest sense. We cannot actually do the kibush part of the mitzvah. We're an oinus. We're an oinus on the kibush part of the mitzvah. It would be dangerous and unpractical for us as a nation to take over at Israel. So we can't do that part of the mitzvah. We can still do the yachid. Each yachid going and living there. We can still do that. That's one way to read the Ramban. The other way to read the Ramban is that the Ramban is saying not not merely that we're an oinus, not merely that we cannot do the mitzvah because it would be dangerous. But rather, the Ramban is saying that given that, given that, we are incapable, we are incapable of doing the mitzvah. Given that there's a Xeras Golos that puts us in a situation that we're incapable of doing the mitzvah, the mitzvah itself changes. The mitzvah itself of capturing and taking over its soul is actually not obligatory, as I said. So what do I mean to say? This could be very long, this is bad. Is there a mitzvah, but we're an oinus? Is there a mitzvah incumbent upon you and me and all of us to capture it? So, but we're an oinus, at least back in the Ramban's times. We're not talking about, the Ramban is saying, then the Shavua did not allow capturing it. So, not talking about Bismarck Zen. I'm not talking about 2021. Maybe now there is a mitzvah of kibush because maybe we could do it. But let, 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 leaving that aside, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting into lumbness over here. The Ramban is saying that because there's gullus, because there's a, because there's a mitzvah that we're not able to capture it, so therefore, we're an oinus on the on our ability to actually execute and do the mitzvah. Or does the Ramban mean? Or does the Ramban mean? The mitzvah changes due to the circumstances. Not that we have a mitzvah which we can't do because of oinus, but there's actually no mitzvah to capture it. So in this manner goes. Now, why would we say the second side? Why would you say the second side? Um, now, before I get into why, actually, let me just tell you something. It, it, it's a little bit more mash, but the Ramban is saying the second side. Because the Ramban is, it's the Ramban is safe from mitzvahs. In other words, the Ramban is coming to establish that there is a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. The fact that we can't do it wouldn't affect the essence of the mitzvah. If it's merely an oinus, there's a mitzvah to capture Eretz Yisrael, a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael, happens to be an oinus to live Why does the Ramban even have to acknowledge that? It seems in the Ramban that to the extent that we cannot take Eretz Yisrael, because we, it would be an aliyah b'chaymah, it would be dangerous and it would be impractical, something we shouldn't do, to that extent, there's actually no mitzvah. That's where the Rabban has to acknowledge it, because he's saying, wait a second, here I'm saying, says the Rabban here, I'm saying to count this in the Minyan HaMitzvah. To be in the Minyan HaMitzvah, it has to be a, an eternal mitzvah. Zangalos, we don't really have the mitzvah. Oh, says the Rabban, we do have it on the individual. That is what it's more noita, what the Rabban actually means. So in other words, he's saying that the, the fact that we're in Golos, the fact that we <clears throat> cannot capture it, so actually modifies the mitzvah and minimizes the mitzvah. And that's what Ramban is acknowledging. He's saying there is a, the mitzvah is minimized, but the mitzvah is still there. While if the Rabban only meant to say that there is no mitzvah, that there is a mitzvah, but we just can't do it fully, it's, it, it, it doesn't really belong in Sefer. Mitzvahs, I don't have any proof clearly to this idea. Perhaps Ramban just taking this opportunity to point that out, because it's a very important thing. That could be also... 
I don't have any rise from the Ramban, Sefer Mitzvahs, to, to this question of whether Ramban would just bring in something that's an important fact, or everything he says is relevant to establishing the Mitzvah. So again, again, what we have in the Ramban is, let's just to summarize what we have till here. What we have in the Ramban is that Bisman Golos, quote, Bisman Golos, there is no Chiev on the Tzibor, or the Tzibor is an Oynes on doing the Chiev of Kibush. Instead, the practical Chiev devolves on the any individual, every individual is chayiv, mischayiv kol yochid mimenu. And in the Lashon HaRash, Bash to remind you, mitzviyah kol yochid la'alois v'ladosham. So let me just explain. Why would we say, you know, we have to understand this, why would we say that the fact that we're in Golos, the fact that it's Mangolos, the fact that we can't capture it as well, why would that change the mitzvah? Why would we say that there's no mitzvah to capture it as well? The same way, there's a mitzvah to eat matzah, and if you can't eat matzah, or if there's no grain, it doesn't mean there's no mitzvah to eat matzah. There's a mitzvah to eat matzah, and you can't do it, and that, that's okay. Only it's on a patch, it's fine. Why, um, why would the Ramban, see, which is what seems to be the Ramban saying, why would we say that Bisman, the Gzeros Golos, there's no, there's actually no mitzvah? Why don't we say, no, the Torah says live in Eretz Israel. Okay, if you're, if you're, if you're, Nebuchadnezzar came and took you out, or the Romans came and took you out, and you have no way to get back, at least nationally, you have no way to get back as, as a collective because of the shavuos, because it would be dangerous, etc. So you're an itis. Why would we say that the mitzvah actually gets modified? So the answer is, I think, because golas is very different than a random itis. Golas is built into the Torah. What does it mean it's built into the Torah? It means the Torah says, go live in Israel, right? That's part of what Hashem wants from us. And the Torah also says, if you sin, you're going to be exiled. So... There's a little bit of a conflict there. This is not a random oinus that's like external to the Torah system. You know, Torah says eat matzah. I sometimes you're you're you you have an oinus and you can't eat matzah. Say the Torah also says oinus on a no problem. But here the Torah says live in Israel. This is part of this is part of the Torah's setup. And the Torah also says a part of the very setup is that if you sin, you're going to be exiled, which we were. And at the same time, Torah's t- with one hand on the one hand, Torah's telling us live there. On the other hand, Torah's telling us that you don't have that you don't have that opportunity and that's built into Hashem's hashkocha to the plan so that's a little bit that's a conflict that's where the tension lies therefore the Ramban seems to be learning that it's true it's true the Torah the mitzvah is subject to the Xeris Golos that means to the extent that the Torah says if you if you sin you're going to leave it so at that level at that point in time certainly the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael itself is minimized Hashem wants us to live in Israel to the extent we can. Bizman Hagula, we're calling it. That's to capture it and to to live there when we can. When we cannot, because yeah, that's what Torah says. You know, if you sometimes you're not gonna be able to do it. Sometimes the fact you're gonna be taken out of Israel. At those kufis, those times the mitzvah is to live there and not to capture it. So what that means is like this. So what that means is that that's what I'm about to saying. That means is that the Shavuos, the fact that there's a Shavuah. So, that tells us that the fact is that we're not able to capture it. Um, perhaps the Shavuos make that, make that fact, the fact that we cannot capture it into something that's not like an external, external to the Torah system. That's a, a certain this over there, but we don't have to go into that. The point is that the way the Ramban learns, seems very clear on the Ramban, that the mitzvah actually changes. The mitzvah is no longer on the tzibur. Because the Tzibor cannot capture it as well, the mitzvah becomes a mitzvah on the Yachim. Again, like we said, it's important to remember, the Ramban is talking about in his time. 
doesn't necessarily mean it's in, in this time that this line of the Ramban applies. I'm not going to go into that today. Okay. By the way, it's just an interesting note is that the Avni Nezer and others are troubled by, and this I, I have this in the, um, this is source number three, the Avni Nezer is troubled by this, by this idea that an individual is obligated to do something that everyone is not allowed to do, right? Everyone in this individual should do it, but not everyone as a whole. So how does that work? Can there be such a chiv? If everyone would do their chiv, then everyone would be doing it. It would be a libachayma. So he's very worried by that. He's very worried by that. We're not going to go into that. The Ramban says this explicitly that that's how it works. Every individual is chayv and not the collective. Ayn Shem and the Avnei Nezer, it's Yerodeus and Tafnan Dalid. It's a fascinating chuba about the Sugi of Yeshiva said so, full of fantastic chedushim. But the, the Avnei Nezer is troubled by this. If the, if the idea of the Shavua is purely Sakana, purely a matter of Sakana, um, then I don't think it's a, I don't think there's any question there because it's dangerous if they do it as a collective. It's not dangerous if any individual does it. So the whole I question in Lamdas of how could you have a chiv on an individual, which if everyone would do it, there wouldn't be a chiv. That's if the shvua changes something fundamentally. But if the shvua just expresses the fact that if everyone goes ahead and, and does this, then it becomes dangerous. Then I don't see there's a question over here. It's just a technical question, like a theoretical technical question. What happens if everyone does this? Well, the answer is if it becomes dangerous, then stop doing it. There's no lumdish problem with every individual being bechuyif to do something. That if everyone were to do it, it would become dangerous, right? It would be like um, I don't know. You can think of lots of exa- probably other examples like this. Something that if everyone would do their mitzvah. Then, per, then there might be some danger would happen, and of course, then the last people would not be able to do it. You have to stop at some point. So there's only a problem if you learn the Shavuot Sabbatim. Okay. Anyways, so that's the Ramban. That's the Ramban up to this point. So we learned something very important that according to the Ramban, the fact that there is a decree from Hashem, or let's say a reality, that and that's an important distinction which we're going to get to the next section of the discussion today. The fact that there's a, a mitzvah that we cannot capture as Israel. That is not just, oh, you know, unfortunately we can't do it, but actually it seems like the mitzvah is actually minimized on those circumstances. That seems like the Rabban is saying, either way he's saying, at least he's saying that we can't do that, the full connect, the mitzvah of capturing Israel. Again, we meaning Rabban in his time, but we still have an obligation on every individual. Now I'm going to move on to a, a, a whole shita shlema that the Satmarov has about Xeros um, Galos and its interaction with the mitzvah of Yeshiva Satsasur. So, so the Satmarov has two, two ideas, two ideas about this that come together. One is he says like this, it's Pasha to the, to, to the Satmarov, it's Pasha to him that the mitzvah cannot coincide with the gzeras galos. And, and there's a reason why I'm calling it gzeras galos, and this is what we're going to get to soon, because Sam Rav is not focused on the reality that we cannot move to Eretz Yisrael. He's focused on, there's a decree from Hashem that we should go to galos, okay? There's a very important distinction, which is, which is, um, which is we'll, we'll get to this in the end. This is the, the where I think the Ramban is saying. Not like Samarov, and I don't think it, it actually works out. Samarov says like this. Samarov says, there's a Gzeras Golos, Hashem decreed which being Golos, Gzeras Golos and Mitzvah, to live in it, so those two things cannot, cannot, um, 
comport. They don't. There's no way to work out those two things. They're a contradiction. There can't be exerted scholars and a mitzvah. That's one thing the Rav is busy with. Some Rav is busy with. Another thing some Rav is busy with is is um, that Golos has a great function and purposes. There's a purpose in the divine plan in Golos, and that also affects the discussion and makes that that living in Golos is, a, is an important thing, a good thing. Okay, well, let's get to that. Let's go through his shita. So, in Maimur Shalosh Shavuos, Simon Yudalad, and if you go through, basically, I'm going to go through everything in the source sheets now, from here to the end, is quotes from Vila Maisha. I'm going to give you a summary of the of the Satmar Abishita, and then we're going to talk about what we can understand about that. So he starts off like this, in Vila Maisha, Maimur Shalosh Shavuos, Simon Yudalad. He says, you know, the Ramban says in Pashki Savoy, that on the Pasuk, Bafkam Zeis Biyosem Be'atzayvim, Le'masna Le'galton, Rabban has his side. That suffering is not so, but once they go into Golos, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine, then Hashem is going to stop making us crazy, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be, we're going to be okay. Says Zabar Rebbe, Mvurimizeh, that had God's promise, that, that Shloi Yekloya, Le'masna Le'galton, that He won't wipe out the nation, is only Be'atzayvimu, not in Eretz Yisrael. So it's exerin ira that we should be in Golas and not in Etzov. Aloi bechol dover da emdom alei lechalasenu varkadosh baruch hu matzalenu miyadam. And if chas v'shalem bat lahav techasai enuchat, you know Hashem promised that He's going to protect us. Loi ma'astim lechalasenu, which Ramban says is when we're in Golas. And bechol dover da emdom alei lechalasenu and kadosh baruch hu matzalenu miyadam. And if and if we would lose this Hashem's promise, there would be no greater exerin. There'll be no, I'm sorry, there'll be no greater danger. Okay, amazing thing. So Golis is so important. Golis is where we have God's protection. Now, I just want to tell you something. It's so interesting. Because Asamarab says, right? So therefore, what we need to be in Golis because that's where we have Hashem's protection. So it's just so really fascinating, which is if you remember that the Yaakov Endin in the Hakadam to the Siddur, he says, he also references the Haggadah and he says, um, because we don't embrace Eretz Yisrael, because we don't go back, because we're still in Gala. So basically, the point is the sheet is on this matter, as I mentioned in the first year. The sheet is on this matter, so this is this is different for each other, diametrically opposed, which is why, which is one of the reasons why you really have to work out the truth over here. So that's something to keep in mind by the Haggadah. You could say over the two Pshatim, the two memories. Satmar Rebbe says, So we have to stay in Golos, where the Ramban says that's where God promises that he's going to protect us. And then we have Yaakov Eldon who says, And that's why, because we don't go back to Israel. So now, now, I just want to say a couple of stuff just about this. Um, you know, this Zabarab is writing this after the Holocaust. So how could you go with a straight face and say, Ah, oh, Hashem's protection about <laughs> is is only if they're in Gullis, so therefore we have to stay in Gullis. This is after six million Jews were killed. But the answer is Zabarab knows why the Holocaust happened. Because it happened because it's Yadim, because of Leah So, according to him, it all works out. We're supposed to stay in Gullis. We're not supposed to be Yadim. If we'd only stay in Gullis and not be Yadim, everything would be fine. And we'd be safe. Okay, we're not going to go back in there. We spoke about that, of course, besides the Holocaust. There were other bad things that happened in, in Gullus, and you can't just quote a Ramban about understanding Hashem's lazy. You obviously have to use what happened to, to inform you, too. Uh, undoubtedly, some Rebbe had a shita about that. I'm a halach about that. I'm just pointing it out. It's only the shita say. Um, 
you know, the way we went through the Shal Shavuos, it's also, we could talk about why the Holocaust happened, and we could talk about how it might not have happened under other circumstances, but we are where we are today. I advise you to, if you haven't listened to this year, you know, listen to this year on Shal Shavuos and understand that, how it works out, the, the, this idea that Samarab is saying in, in the Ramban. Additionally, the Ramban that says we could stay in Golis and we'll be fine, if you remember the Tanchuma says in Bavel, is the place to stay and not suffer. The no promises I made about other places. I think I have to look into that. But that just bringing out the the okay the approach of the Samarebbe that um, Gullus is actually an important thing for us. That's where we have God's promise to to be protected. Okay, Dafkin Gullus. Now, now I want to go into another part. This is now we're going into Maimu Yishevet Yisrael. Simon Kovdal, he asks a question. He says, how is it, how is it that in all the generations from the Tanurim and until now, only all the G'dayli Yisrael and the G'dayli Yisrael, except for Amir Temyuta, didn't go to Eretz Yisrael? How could that be? Eretz Yisrael is so important. How could it be that they didn't go to Eretz Yisrael? So that's an important question, which I'm going to get to another time. Um... That question of, of understanding why people didn't get travel to Israel. The truth is that it was almost impossible and there was almost no opportunity. But this is a question that exercises Zamarebbe and Avni Nazar and others. Some say it's Takasin. Good. But the Zamarebbe asks a major question. He's bothered by this. How could it be that the Gedolim and the Gedolim didn't all go to Israel? Okay. So, therefore, what he does is like this he, he shows, now we're moving on to Simon uh, Kuftes. He says like this. He says, undoubtedly, Golos is Xerah from Hashem. Golos is Xerah from Hashem. Okay? It's Psukim, Gemaras, Midrashas. Countless Gemaras and Midrashas that Golos is Xerah from Hashem. Okay. And then we're going on to some Kofiyod. He talks about the reasons for Golos. Golos has a, has a positive element, which is the Gemara Psukim says, we mentioned this Gemara once, I think. Gemara Psukim, that Pesayim, basically Gemara says that who exiled Yisrael between the nations so that game should be increased, so that they should add Gerim. And Samuel goes into, he says, not, not just Gerim, it's that they have to Mufarsim, the Amuna. So the fact that the Jews are spread out in the world is Mufarsim belief and changes the whole world. Okay, so Golas has a purpose. Okay, Simon Kofir Aleph, a great purpose. And Simon Kofir Aleph, he, he, he asks a question. He talks about, he mentions the Shalom. The Shalom, who talks how, about how important it is to live in Etzisom, also, in Parashas Masay, talks about how important Golos is. Golos is Yisrael Ha'ilat Toiva. It's good for Hashem, it's good for Yisrael, and he goes through, he's Ma'ach Tuva, and why Golos is so important, why Golos is so good. He brings the Gemara, um, he brings the Gemara about Golos is so important, and he says Golos is necessary for Golos. So the Sabbath Rebbe says, I don't understand. <clears throat> I don't understand. How could the, how could the Shalah Talk about how important it is living in Israel, and also talk about how important Gullus is. Okay? So here's what he does. Here's what the Zatmar Rebbe does with this. He says, and now we're going on to Simon Kofidal, he says, um, Okay, so I hope you see where this is going. What this is going is, and this is the end of Simon Kofidal, what this is going is that Gullus also has a function. Gullus is also a good thing. And God has his Cheshbainus. That there have to be Jews in Golos. So then in Kusim Kofiudalad he says, he says, there can't be a mitzvah 
Bismanazin. This is a key point. There cannot be a mitzvah b'yishuv etzor la bismanagolus. Kibbutz shugzeir min hashemayim liyos mifuzan ben amif. This is gzeir from heaven to be scattered among the nations. Heich efshashi a mitzvah behepech leishuv etzor. How can it be a gzeir min hashemayim to be scattered and also be a mitzvah on the opposite? A mitzvah to do the opposite to live in etzor can't be, can't be. So what's the answer? So how does it work? So he says like this. He says God has a plan. God has a plan that there have to be Jews scattered all over the world. It's also important that there be Jews in Eretz But in the Hanami, there's no mitzvah for anyone to go live in Eretz Why? Because how are we supposed to know who's supposed to be in Chutzlar? Who's supposed to be in Eretz I mean, in other words, given that there's a purpose in Jews being in Chutzlar, and we can understand that God wants Jews to be scattered in the world, and we understand why. So there can't be a mitzvah to go live in Eretz because. It's not a mitzvah for everyone to go live in Israel. Some people have to have ticker and have something to accomplish in Chutzlaretz. Those people have to be in Chutzlaretz. And it can't be a mitzvah that we can't figure out how to implement. Okay? So how does it work then? Torah Lebe Shemayimi, he says. Torah Lebe Shemayimi. We're not supposed to, how can we figure out, um, how can we figure out who's supposed to go to Israel and who's not? So it must be it's not a mitzvah. The way it works is, the way it works is, he says, We'll get to Ramban soon. What exactly Ramban holds it? Ramban does say it's a mitzvah. Ramban says it's a mitzvah, right? So he says, but the Sabbath says, no, no, the Ramban doesn't mean that. We'll get to what the Ramban does mean. The way it works is, God has his plan, and the Mesab of Kolasibis is going to arrange that everyone ends up where he's supposed to be. In other words, God has his plan. Who's supposed to be in Gauls? Who's supposed to be in Eretz Yisrael? And that he shows, again, he shows that Hashem has a cheshben, that people should be in Chutzlaretz. Also, the Rambam says, Sefer Mitzvah, also it's important for Jews to be in Eretz Yisrael. But since it's important and it's exer from Hashem that Jews should be in Chutzlaretz, there cannot be a mitzvah incumbent on an individual to do something which is the opposite of Hashem's gzera. So it must be there's no such mitzvah. Hashem has his cheshben, Hashem has his plans, and he's going to arrange who should be where, when, and why, and how. So, that's by the way, he's marked about that also. It's in Kof Tesvav, a mitzvah. There can't be a, a mitzvah in the Torah about doing something that you have to figure out God's plan. Torah Rather, the matter remains on the Hashkocha Ha'alyayna. Okay, so now, what do you do with the Ramba, right? Says the, says the Rabbi Sims Kof Zayin. This is amazing. This is amazing. He says like this. According to Ramban, that there's a mitzvah device you should have certainly in Bzman Golus and there's Golus. As many psokim and Devichazal, Akoshbach who decreed that we should be scattered in the whole world. Akoshbach, Shibzman Golus, Nidre, Mitzvah, Hayishuvetsol. You can't be Makayim, you can't say God decrees that we should be in Golus, and also there should be a mitzvah for us to live in Etzisol. So therefore, obviously, the mitzvah is Nidre. So what does Ramban mean? What does Ramban mean? When the Ramban says it's still a mitzvah, the Ramban just means like this. There's a mitzvah, which is nidre. Okay? And what does the Ramban mean? He means those who are already there. Those who are in Eretz Yisrael. Let's read the Ramban again. When the Ramban says, Mitzvah say the Doris, Mitzvah kol echad mimenu, afilu b'zman galos, he means, When the Ramban says, "Mitzvah Seil Doris Mitzvah Kolech Bimenu," or "Kolech Bimenu," Afilu Bazan Agolus, the Pekir says he means 
if they are already there, but that anyone should be obligated to pick up and move from Spain or New York to Eretz Yisrael cannot be because it's a gzera of Golos from Hashem. Adkan Shitas Satmarebbe, he adds also he adds also in Simon Kufchaf, and as we mentioned in the past, that the Gemara says in, in Brachas that Rebzeir didn't go to Eretz Yisrael until he was clean from sin, until he saw a barley in a dream, which is a sign from heaven that he's as, as pure from sin. So why did he do that? Because uh, there's no chiv, there's no chiv, because he has Golos, and we can't know who's supposed to be there. So God has to decide who should be there, who's not, and the Tzaddik like Rebzeir only does it with a simon from heaven. That's the Samarab's idea. Okay. So now. So to summarize, Samarab says like this. Golos is a decree from Hashem, and it's beneficial. Since it's a decree from Hashem, there can't be a mitzvah to contravene the, the decree, to do something against the decree. So there cannot be a mitzvah to live in that soul while there's a decree. When does the decree end? Something with Mashiach is going to show us. I don't believe that. That's, by the way, an interesting question, but... Let's leave that question. But there is a decree, and there can't be a mitzvah to go against that decree. Therefore, there's no mitzvah of an Yitzchak. It's also valuable and important if that Jews are in Golas, which is why the Shalah talks, and the Shalah, who talks about how important it is to go to Yitzchak, also talks about how important it is for Jews to be in Golas. How could that be? Because they're both important, and they're both valuable, and they're both something that you should do. You should live in Chutzatz, and you should live in, in, in Yitzchak. If you live in Chutzatz, don't think there's a mitzvah for you to go to Yitzchak. You need a sign from heaven. Now, how do you know if you're supposed to go to Yitzchak? It gets complicated because, okay, Hashem decides it, but you decide it, Tzadikim decides it, so it's a whole thing. You do things with Hashem Shemayim, and then Hashem's going to direct you in the right direction. It's very, it becomes very complex. But that's in a nutshell, Satmar Abishita. Okay, now, Hadoichik in the Divrei Ramban is obviously Mavur Ma'id. The Ramban and the Ramban says, that he means to say those who are living there is, is, is almost impossible to read in the Lashon Ramban. He doesn't say that. And the Rashbash says explicitly when he's quoting the Ramban, and by the way, the Satmar quotes this Rashbash in, um, I think it's in Maimah Yishev Eretz Yisrael. I'll tell you where he quotes it. Yeah, in Maimah Yishev Eretz Yisrael, Simon Gimel, he quotes this Rashbash. The Rashbash says that, let me read the Lushan again, look back over there in uh, the second source. To ascend and live there. So you cannot say that they mean the mitzvahs if you're there. You can't just can't say that. So clearly the Ramban and the Rashbash are saying that there's a mitzvah for an individual to go there. So what do we do with this idea that Sabarab is bringing up? Sabarab is saying, how could you tell an individual that he has to go? There's a zero of Golas against him. So here's what's going on. <clears throat> here's what the Ramban and the Rashbash hold, and here's what Ludaiti is is there's a big, major confusion over here. Major confusion. Our responsibility is to do Hashem's mitzvahs. Our responsibility is not to um, worry about Hashem's actions. That means, when Hashem said, I'm going to send you into Golos, when Hashem said, I'm going to send you into Golos, and He sent us into Golos, what we know is that Hashem sent us into Golos. And He happened to tell us in advance that He will. That's what it means, Zigzera. He never decreed upon us as a mitzvah, as an obligation. He never told us that we should go to Golos. He ex 
exiled us. How did he exile us? Nebuchadnezzar came and took us out. That's how God does things. God does two things. He does things. Sometimes he notifies in advance through his Nevi'im. And he also commands things. Now, he did exile us. He didn't command us to go to exile. He exiled us. And he also happened to tell us in advance that he's going to exile us. In that sense, it's Xero. In that sense, it's Xero. But how does God do things? How does God make Xero? He actually executes it. So what, is it? what do I mean? What am I getting at? If there's an individual who could go back to Eretz Yisrael, then he is not being exiled by Hashem. For him to say, look, I could buy a ticket and fly and move, but there's a decree of Golas upon What do you mean decree of Golas? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? God told you to go to exile? The Golas that we know of is a description of a reality that we experience that God put into reality, put into Matthias, made real. He also told us he's going to do that. But to the extent that any individual is able to leave this exile, then there's no decree upon him. The decree is only to the extent that it actually are in exile. That's something that God did to us. So the nation as a whole, meaning, if the nation as a whole cannot retake Eretz Israel, if the nation as a whole cannot retake Eretz Israel, then that means that God that God did that, right? Because everything that is comes from God. God made that we are in exile, meaning God made that the nation as a whole cannot retake Eretz Israel. So to that extent, that's part of the decree of God that God said. And he never said every individual may not be in Israel. He never said that. He never said that and never did that. What he did was that he moved the nation as a whole out. But even when the nation as a whole was moved out, it was still possible for individuals to go. So there is no decree of Golas against an individual. There's no decree of Golas. So to say, well, how could I go and live in Israel? I have decree of Golas. It's an absurdity. There's no such decree. And I'll give you an example. Hashem said, right? I'm going to exile them, and I'm going to send the sword after you. So let's say, imagine, imagine a guy is in um, Egypt, right? They went from Bayesvish and went to Mitzrayim, and imagine there's a war, and there's a sword, and someone's about to kill a fellow Jew. And you say, well, there's no Lissam Nadam meaning I'm not going to save his life, because this is Xera. What does Xera have to do with a mitzvah? Xera only affects a mitzvah in one of two ways. Either because Hashem told you something, or because Hashem did something. Because Hashem did something. That means if Hashem killed your friend, or had your friend killed, then <laughs> there's nothing to do about it. But when there's a choice on you to go live in Eretzol, or to go save your, your friend's life, you don't say, no, 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 this is, this is Minash Shemayim. That's not how things work. That's not how things work. It's Minash Shemayim is if it's done, that means Hashem did it. Or if there's an explicit decree Meaning the Navi gave you a mitzvah, don't live in Israel, or don't save your friend's life in that example. But um, to confuse the description of reality with a prescription, meaning to the, confuse the mitzvahs of God and say, oh, so there's a mitzvah of God, so therefore, therefore now there's a, a decree of God. And, um, <clears throat> you know, God's telling me not to do this. That, 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 that's, a major, that's a major mistake. It's a major mistake. Golas as a reality... To the extent that it's a reality and we can't take it soul, to that extent, it's coming from God. But to the extent that we could, or if individuals could, then they have a mitzvah. There's no conflict between that and the Xerah skulls, whatever there is. So, and then we go, like in another way also, so the Rebbe's very busy with how could the Shalah talk about how important Golos is, and the Gemara talks about how important Golos is, at the same time as the Shalah says to live in Eretz So I'm going to give you again with that analogy. 
The Gemara also talks about how important death is. Death is mechaper, and you find in Svarim, death is very important. If a haraya, death is, right? There's such thing as death. So clearly it's a good thing. So, the, but you know, you also talk about how good life is, and generally we talk about how good life is, and how much opportunity you can do with life, and how much you have to do to save a person's life. How that's a steerer to talking about how good death is? The answer is, of course, death has a purpose. Varaya, God does it. There's a reason for it. But our obligation and what we focus on is life. And this is an exact analogy. Gullus has a purpose. And Gullus has a function. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that our focus is not on Gula. That does not what it means. Our focus and where we're supposed to be working on is Gula, like we're supposed to be focusing on life. Um, even though death has a function. So there's a bit, lot of confusion there. There's a lot of confusion there. So again, Sam Rebbe says, um, there's a decree of Golas that there can't be a mitzvah, and Golas is, is helpful that can't be a mitzvah. That's not, in the, that's not correct in the Shitzur Ramban, and, and the reason is because there is no decree of Golas on any individual. There's a reality called Golas, and to the extent that the individual can, in fact, go to Israel, there is no decree of Golas on him. It's like the famous joke, God says, I'll help a person, and, you know, and, and, and basically the various versions of the joke, basically, if God's helping you, you can't say, well, no, I'm, I need God to, to do it. If we have the ability to go live in Etzel, then we cannot at the same time say, Golos, I'm not going to Etzel because God decreed Golos. We shall be we need to decree Golos. What are you talking about? The reality, Golos is a Matthias, and if the Matthias is that you're able to go, then there is no Golos upon you. Similarly, you have to understand that we can talk about how important Golos is, it is important. Very, very important. But the fact that it's important doesn't mean, doesn't mean that that's where, that we're responsible for upholding it, okay? There is, however, there is, however, a, there is a source about, as we'll see in, in um, not the next year, but we're going to get back to this. There is a source in certain instances where people should not come to Etzel, like they don't belong in Etzel. Um... And that's because there is a, a situation or circumstance where we can actually understand why we should be in Golos. We're going to get to this. We're going to get back to this. But, but that's, that's not just because you could declare some Xeras Golos from Hashem without showing me where that Xera comes from. Uh, specifically, that's, that's coming with the Havana of when we're supposed to be in Golos and when not. We're going to get to that another time. But what Sam Rebbe is saying is that no, Golos is a decree and then finished. That's it. And there is no decree as far as I know of. If you can go, I don't see any decree. Okay, so that's going to get to another time, though. The idea that we can sometimes know that we're not supposed to be net. So what we're going to get to next year is um, the other element of this question of how Gullus changes things, which is whether the Armaylis Teretz has anything changed, like Yeshua how does that possible change affect um, our... Or our reason to live there. That is going to take place in Mitzvah after Pesach. Until then, I wish everyone a Chakashim Sameh, all the listeners, all those who are following and learning about this such important mitzvah. And once again, I want to remind you to take a look at the Book of Memories. This new podcast, especially this week, is going to be a great episode about uh, Mitzrayim. Tzias Mitzrayim and uh, Pesach night. I think it's wonderful. I think everyone will gain from it immensely.